Welcome to the Kesset Church Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us and hope you enjoyed today's sermon. If you'd like to find out more about Kesset, you can head to kessetchurch.com or find us on Facebook. Welcome, Kesset Church, uh, to our first online service. Uh, I'm glad you're all here. I hope you are all coffeeed up and staying warm and as disinfected as possible. Uh, I've never done this before, but you best believe I'm going to come after it. And uh, I'm excited about it. I think there's a lot of great stuff that we can do over the next few weeks to uh, just connect more and uh, have some time together experiencing whatever God has planned for us as a church family. Uh, I want to intro Pastor Chris Potter as our online campus pastor. Uh, I want to invite you guys to make comments. He is uh, with you guys live, responding to those. And uh, so make sure and check that out. But this will be a a way that we're going to be connecting on a fairly regular basis as as we move forward. We're also planning to connect with you more than just on Sunday mornings. Uh, We're gonna be shooting some short videos throughout the week for however long this lasts. And uh, we don't, I don't even know what to call these. We like, but I don't know what they are. Kessid Connection videos or Danny's Diatribe, or I don't know, you tell me, put it in the comments. But we'll we'll do something so that we can connect throughout the week more than just on Sunday mornings. But uh, I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be really fun. So today we're going to stay right in our series, Anonymous. Uh, We've been talking about what it means to learn to live in the holy tension of our own power and powerlessness. This is a a spiritual posture that we're calling open-handed expectations. This week, we already had planned to do a talk about what it means to be comfortably uncomfortable. And uh, I think it fits pretty well overall with everything that's going on in our world right now. Uh, I want to start this morning by asking you to, to just put into words what it is you're feeling. What it is that's going on inside you while you watch the news, while you get the notices, while you find out that your children will be home in your front room for the next six straight weeks. This will be especially important for those kids to put how we're feeling to words. This is often avoided because it's so very uncomfortable. So uh, I thought I'd start by going first. If I'm honest, earlier in the week, I started feeling a fair amount of angst. Uh, Things are not normal out there. It's just too unprecedented and unpredictable. And uh, it just seemed like uh, there was no end in sight. And even now, uh, if I let it work up in my mind, it just just makes me feel really out of control, or at least the control I pretend to have. And uh, it feels like uh, everything's just kind of just uh, beyond me. I was in Fred Meyer's last night with my wife. And I came around the corner and there was a, a gentleman just standing in the middle of the aisle, staring at uh, empty chicken baskets and chicken, chicken uh, containers, just shaking his head slowly back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I, I kind of went up needing to get around him and, and he was so just overwhelmed with whatever was going on in his mind that, that I had to kind of go around and, and then move on. I bumped into three other people like that. I don't know if anybody else has gone shopping, but uh, this, is a, this is a crazy time and there's a lot of stuff happening. Uh, the, these, uh, these are all over the place, these experiences. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you've seen this video, I wanna show it for you, but uh, this is a video of the Costco in Hillsboro. And this, this is a man, as you can see at 945, who's showing you the lines of people uh, going to Costco uh, in order to, uh, to stock up for whatever, whatever it is. There's the end of the line. 
And as you can see, it wraps all the way around the parking lot, all the way to there. I don't know if any of you uh, were at Costco or experiencing that, but uh, this, is a, this is a crazy thing. And for me, it brings all kinds of angsty feelings. Uh, I want my plans to continue. I want my plans to, uh, to work, but you know, um, right now I just feel a little bit out of control. Uh, this way of feeling lasted for four or five days. And uh, I started thinking about our world, about the country, about what we're gonna do as a church and so on. And uh, I just continued to feel uncomfortable. And, and I thought, okay, I, I can push through this. It's gonna be okay. I'm gonna make sure that our church, that my family, that the, the people that I, that I care about are gonna be as well led and as well cared for as they can be. Uh, and then something changed. The, the way the world was working started to mess with my plans. Now, you may or may not know this, but I'm fairly driven and I'm, and I'm rather organized with the help of uh, the team that works around here. And uh, I had a lot of plans. As a matter of fact, two years in the making, I have been uh, planning on a very uh, specific sequence of events over the next 30 days or so that would lead to the opening of our brand new building on Easter. And slowly but surely, those plans began to be torn away. I wanna show you, these are the plans, just these are the plans that, are, that, are being, that had been put in place for Easter. This was the way in which the talks and the, uh, the, the tour nights and the way that we were gonna communicate and connect with you guys. This is a 2020 Kessid Easter and beyond, how the building moves and feels. This was uh, the, the rhythms and the themes inside the building. This is our 2020 Kessid launch plan of Easter. This is how the building starts and speaks. None of these, I think, are probably going to happen the way that my team and I thought they were. And as that reality began to set in, I began to be frustrated. I began to uh, not come out of my office as much. I began to uh, just wonder exactly what this all meant because, uh, well, I, I have dreams, folks. I have dreams. And my dream was to open our building on Easter with you. And uh, stuff's wrecking my dreams right now. I even had this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, since it's probably, I don't think it's gonna happen how we hope, but I even had a surprise for you. I'm gonna show you an image. Okay, this is the bell in our bell tower down at our new building. Don't worry about all the poo, okay? It doesn't affect the way the bell rings. A little poo bell ringing never hurt anybody. So this is our poo bell <laughs> down at the building. And we were gonna surprise you and ring this bell on, on Easter weekend as you were sitting in the seats. And now, um, no poo bell for us. It's just all up in the air right now. So all this brings me to where I am now. And I say this quite carefully and with a lot of thoughtfulness because I recognize that uh, different people process things differently and that makes a lot of sense. But uh, sitting here um, with you right now, uh, I'm actually feeling quite peaceful and dare I say blessed, especially as I've been processing what I learned last week and, and taught you guys what the idea behind blessing or blessed really meant. If you remember, a blessing is anything God gives that makes us fully satisfied in him. In the midst of all that is happening in our world, I think we really, really need to receive this, when, especially when things don't go well. When things are all sideways and we feel vulnerable, it's way, way too easy to start reverting back to fear and curses instead of faith 
and blessings. This is that open-handed posture we're supposed to be holding while we uh, walk through this teaching series. And it's a posture that requires us to lean not on our own finite understanding, but on God's all-knowing understanding. And it's way easier said than done, but no less important. This is what God wants. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your, your paths. This verse isn't just telling me what not to do or where not to lean. This verse is also telling us where to lean and what to do. This, this is one of those teachings that's always been interesting for me because people are like, well, just don't trust in yourself. But the verse more importantly is telling you to lean in to trust in God and his ways, God and his insights. This is what we as a church are supposed to do. Think about the story of Moses and Aaron. They read over the people, they say or speak over the people, one of the most amazing blessings that uh, maybe has ever been written in God's word. And it's in Numbers chapter six, verses 22 and 26. And it says that the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the people of Israel. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. This is when God was, was really setting up those, those, uh, the Nazarites within the Israelite people. He was setting them apart to be something special, to be something significant for him. He was building his people. And so a blessing poured out, and the consequences were that there was a people set apart. In this way, God has always been moving and working to build his people, to, to build his church. Now consider that that was Moses and Aaron leaning in, leaning into who God was. But now consider Moses and Aaron at a later time. They're frustrated. They're in a vulnerable place. They're wandering through the desert. Their people are complaining. They're spinning. They need water. They feel forgotten. And so God says to them, go up upon this mountain and speak to the rock, and I will bring forth water for the people. Numbers 20, 10 through 11 says, Then Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock, and he said to them, this is what Moses said, Hear now, you rebels, shall we bring water for you out of this rock? Remember that part. Shall we bring water for you? Now, God already said earlier, go up and speak and I'll bring water. But Moses and Aaron, frustrated, decide to lean on their own understanding, on their own knowledge. And so they say to the people that they were frustrated with for, in their minds, a good reason, uh, speaking against God, not trusting God, being angsty, being not, not, not feeling like he could see them. They decide to take it upon themselves to, to make an example. And so they say to them, shall we bring water for you out of this rock? And Moses lifted up his hand and struck the rock with his staff twice. And water came out abundantly and the congregation drank and their livestock. Now, this time, clearly, Moses and Aaron are not leaning on God's understandings. They're not doing things as God wants. They're, they're caught up in their emotions and in what they're feeling, and they're not naming them and admitting them. They're just experiencing them. And so they start defending God and, and disciplining his people and all these kinds of things, and they lean on their own understandings, and so they strike the rock instead of speak. Now, here's something I want you to notice. Listen to me carefully. The blessing of God still pours forth. The rock still pours forth life in spite of whether we lean in or lean away. It seems that God is still going to build his church, that he's not going to be stopped by our behavior. But the consequences this time, instead of the earlier consequences of a blessing being poured out and a people being set apart, this time 
The Bible's clear that Moses and Aaron are set apart, but it's so that they cannot enter into the promised land. God banishes them because they leaned into themselves and away from him during difficult times. In the end, we need to decide which way we're gonna lean. These times make us feel vulnerable and exposed and out of control, and we need to talk about it. We need to name our emotions and we need to recognize it's okay that we feel this way. But in the end, we need to choose to lean on God and to trust that he is building his people. You have to decide which way you wanna lean. Where do you wanna put your anxiety? Where do you wanna put your hope? Where do you wanna put the pieces of your story that certainly are being triggered right now as the news and the world and my goodness, the snow suddenly shows up and just changes things and takes away your control. Church, this is an opportunity for transformation. This is an opportunity for us to, to leave different than we came. People are watching and this hope that we bring, it is so, so very important that we recognize it lies in Jesus, not in our plans, not in our skills, not in our, our leadership, not in anything else other than in Jesus Christ. And so my hope for you is that you're blessed during this time, that, that God creates ways for you to lean into him, that you recognize that it's him who's building his church, it's him who is, who is moving forward his agenda, that he is responsible to provide, he is responsible to protect, and that what we're responsible for is being conscious of the way in which we lean. I wanna leave you with something. Uh, earlier in the week, I posted a song called The Blessing. And so uh, I wanted to close uh, this service uh, by playing that over you, just right there in your homes. I hope you turn it up. I hope that uh, you allow it to pour forth over you, not just now, but all week long. And I hope in the end, you receive the words of this song. And I'll close with again, the words of that beautiful passage. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord to lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. See you soon. We got together with Pastor Chris and Pastor Stephen on Thursday to just go in after the presence of God and try to pen lyric and melody. And after a couple of hours, it just felt like the presence of God just stopped everything and we wrote a song called The Blessing. And it's straight from scripture. And it's the heart of the Father over us as his kids. And we're gonna sing it this morning if that's okay. And this is a blessing over you and your family and your children. So just receive this this morning. Just put your hands out in front of you. Turn your heart to a place of just receiving the blessing of heaven from God himself over you this morning.